Welcome back to BTW Baltzfila Workshop, only on the database here with Rabbi Yoshua Eisenberg. And for today's workshop, we are going to talk about the chuppah. Indeed, the one who sings at the chuppah is, whether you realize it or not, actually referred to as the chazan, the chazan at the chuppah. And although we may not really think of the singer or chazan of the chuppah as a baltfila, well, perhaps we should start to change that. Indeed, um, this is something in general that we have to do. One of the things that we've discussed in baltfila workshop in the past is the idea that the chazin, or really the shliach tzibar, the baltfila, is not just someone who has a good voice, is not just someone who can sing, but is someone who actually is a baltfila, someone who is um, if we can call him a master or at least a person of tefillah, a person who represents this connection to Hashem through uh, through words and through soul, and yes, through song as well. So we're going to talk about all that. Before we do, I just wanted to acknowledge and thank our sponsors, Yona and Chani Laster and Yaakov and Yafa Landau. And if anyone else who wants to sponsor, just reach out to me at the database at gmail.com. That's the data then base, B-E-I-S at gmail.com. Now, as we go into the chazanus of the chuppah or the singing of the chuppah, there are a few important tips that I think are very important. Um, just, you know, before I guess we get to the tips and advice that I think are important, I would just um, outline what it is typically that the chazan at the chuppah does. Now, there are many variations of what a chazan at a chuppah might do. He might sing the chasan and kala down to the chuppah, or the chasan and the kala might just walk down to, um, to instrumentals without any singing. And that's okay. And, but well, what, what invariably the, the chazan at the chuppah does do is that he sings miadir, he sings Mivan Siach usually, and these are two songs that are designated for different parts of the chuppah. So, for example, Miadir is when the chasen, typically at a typical Ashkenaz uh, chasana or wedding, on the, the chasen is being donned with his kittel. Um, usually he has his two parents under the chuppah with him, and they're, they're putting the kittel on him. So that's that. Um, that's when the the chazan will sing Baruch Haba and then Miadir, and then for Mivan Siach is when the kala is ready down and the kala is circling the chazan, so she's circling him um, the seven times, and that's when um, the 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 chazan sings Brucha Haba'a, um, as opposed to the for the chazan he sings Baruch Haba. Blessed is the one who comes. We have Brucha Haba. Blessed is the one that comes, but for a female, uh, the one who has arrived, and um, and and then we the the, the chazan sings Mivan Siach, and after that at the very end. So and I think another a couple of important um, things that a chazan might need to know. Um, it might not be the chazan who does this, but but it's still, I think it all pertains to the chazanists, so we're going to cover these as well. And that is um, bracha acharita in the Sheva bracha. So obviously the last bracha, the final bracha, um, which is officially the seventh bracha. So that bracha is done typically with chazanas, and there are different ways to do that. And I think there are wrong ways to do it, so we'll cover that. And of course... Um, the chazan may or may not 
get this job, the the uh, but to sing Imishkachech, um, which we have the minhag of doing of singing Imishkachech before the chassan breaks the glass, and then um, the chuppah closes out. Now. It's important that, again, I highlight that the role of a chazan, even at a chuppah, is, a, is to be a baal someone who is connecting and trying to inspire and also trying to make an impact in shemayim through tefillah. Um, and this is because we often forget um, that, the, um, um, that the chazan, in fact, is a chazan and a baal um, in that chazanas, in the fact that he's singing. Right? So you might have a nice famous singer at your chasana and at your chuppah, and we don't want to lose the fact that he's supposed to be a baltzfila at this moment as well. And I would say this certainly applies for designating a chazan or a baltzfila anytime, whether it's yomim noroim or it is, um, you know, because you have a special Hanukkah, Shabbos, Shabbaton, whatever it is, and you want to get a good chazan. So just bear in mind that a good chazan is a shliach tzibor, he's a representative of the tzibor, he's not just someone who has a good voice. And so this is all important because, again, when, the, when, when at the chuppah, that is an ace ratzen of tefillah. There's a reason why there's davening taking place. There's a reason why people say tehillim while the chasen and kala are under the chuppah. It's an ace ratzen of tefillah. And for that reason, the, no, no less the chazan at the chuppah should be uh, not only involved and connected, but should be leading the way in terms of tefillah at this particular insensitive moment. Okay, so that's a little bit on the hashkafa of being a chazan. Now, another aspect that I think that's important is obviously if you are going to be leading a chuppah as the chazan, so this could be because you are a friend of the chazan and kala or a family member, or it could be that you are a famous singer and then why are you asking me for help? So maybe because I have something to add, maybe there's something that you never thought of because you maybe you were just a good singer, but you weren't actually a baltfila necessarily. So maybe, maybe on the, there's something to learn here. Um, but whatever reason you are the one leading the chuppah or singing any of the songs at the chuppah, so what's important to do always is to practice. If you are given a tune that you're supposed to sing, so it's, it's important to practice the song so that you can actually think about the tefillah, any song that you're going to do in davening. You should always practice the song so you know how it fits with the words. Um, you should also know um, what key you're going to sing it on. Now, I don't think this necessarily means that you have to know what key is it in the key of A or the key of E or whatever. That, that's not what I mean because, you know, um, you, you know even I have, I, I have somewhat of a, a background in music and even I haven't mastered the letters of what, a, of what each key of, of the song is. But you should be able to know as you sing it to yourself, know what key is good for you. And I think it's a, it's a good thing for a chazn at a chuppah or a singer at a chuppah to speak it over with the musician. Go to the musician if you're going to be having musical accompaniment. So go to the guy who's on the keyboard or whatever it is and talk it over with him. Tell him, you know, I, I'm, I'm singing at the chuppah and you're going to, and if you're accompanying me, so I'm here. I'm here's the key that I want to sing on, and you can talk it out with him so um, you can communicate well. So that that's that's one thing that's important to do. Okay, so then there is that. So let's let's start going into a little bit of how a lechopa might go down. So the first song, assuming that you're, um, we're going to skip the part where you may or may not be singing the chasen down to the song of his choice. Now, when it comes to miadir, so you say baruch haba and then miadir. So we'll, we'll do a demo because we like to do that in Baltzfila workshop. But before we get to any demos, 
I'll just point out that sometimes the chassan and kala have a good idea of what songs they want to be sung down to or the songs they want to hear from Miadir or the tunes they want to hear from Miadir and Mivan Siach. Sometimes, believe it or not, they don't necessarily have a tune in mind and they might give you a liberty to choose. I've had that before myself. And so, you know, there are some generic tunes and we're going to, our demos are going to be generic. Um, we're going to do some generic Miadir, generic Mivan Siach, at least in my opinion, of tunes that I think are nice. Um, but when we when we do that, we're, um, so I, I'll say what I think. This is my general hashkafa. I think the less, um, or rather, the more we can incorporate tunes that are connected to the Jewish hashkafa, to, to the ruchnius, so then that's the better tune to use. There are a lot of popular tunes that are not necessarily Yiddish tunes. And maybe you could argue that a lot of Yiddish tunes are based in non-Jewish tunes, and that, that might be true. But there, you know, there's there's one popular song out there that I've heard for many a chuppah, um, and I've heard it done for Miadir, I've heard it done for Mivan Siach, um, and that would be the tune of You Raise Me Up. And, um, you know, um, my, my confession now is that I have been asked to do that, and I have done that tune before. And that's, you know, it's okay if that's, if that's what the chasen and kala want, so obviously you're going to have to make them happy, and that's what they want. Um, but if, if given the option, I would certainly go for something more traditional and something more, um, more connected to the Jewish Ashkafa, even if other songs are nice songs and might have nice messages. Uh, but um, gener- in general, if it's a time of tefillah, I try to think in terms of tefillah. Okay, so with that in mind, I would go for with, with um, Miadir, so I would do a classical tune to Miadir. So I'll get to that tune in a second. I want to just talk about what Miadir is about. I looked for sources, and there was really very little written about Miadir and what we are davening for when we say Miadir. Um, just to read the words, so we say Baruch Abba, Miadir alakol, he who is powerful above all, Mi Baruch alakol, he who is blessed above all, Mi Gadol alakol, he who is great above all, Mi Dagul alakol, here it's translated in art school as preeminent. Um, Dagul might also be, um, in a certain sense, it might mean separate, because like Dagul might come from Degel, which means a division. It's often translated as flag, but basically it means a division, like there are different divisions of the Shvatim. So it could be Hashem has his own, um, I guess the preeminence of Hashem represents the fact that Hashem is, 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 is a division all himself. So he who is all of these things, so it obviously goes in alphabetical order, it records the first four of the Aleph base. And it says, He should bless the chassan and the kala. Now, um, I think one thing that's important that I, I'm just going to gloss over um, for, to, um, to, and skip over to this for a second. Um, it's always better once you realize that you're doing a tefillah, so it's better to not um, repeat words in awkward ways. So, you know, some tunes to make it hard for that. But, you know, for example, if you're going to do Hu Yivarech as a chasan and then go back to Hu Yivarech and then, then, then and say chasan again, and then finally you're going to get to Vyasakala, so you're breaking up the sentence in a weird way. And it's always better not to do that from a hashkafik and from, just from a translation point of view. Now, but what is this song about? Mi adir al-kol, mi baruch al-kol. So I really couldn't find so many sources about what we're saying. The Pashup Shad is that we're recognizing Hashem who's, who is... Um, very mighty and blessed and all of these things, and we want him to bless the chassan and the kala. So that's Pashat translation, but what is the message here? So um, I did find an article, and I don't know if this person is a Jew. His name is Alexander Massey. I don't know if he's a Jew. I don't know if he's a Yare Shemayim. I don't know if he's a Kofer, but he seems like a nice guy from the article. But he was trying to give his suggestion. I'm going to go into a little bit what he said. He just connected Miadir 
to Adir Hu, which we have at the Pesach Seder in, uh, in Mirza, because that song actually says, Adir Hu, Baruch Hu, Gadol Hu, Dagol Hu, goes through the entire holidays. But the first four of our song here is connect, um, you know, are the same words there. So I don't know if it was based on that, but if you think about what we're asking for in Mia in, in Adir Hu, we're asking Yivne Besa Bakarov that though that that the bias, the base of Migdash should be rebuilt, Bimheira Bimheira. Maybe this connects to the idea that we want the Chas Nakal to build a bias Neman Beisrael. Maybe it's a tefillah that together they should build a bias Neman. Maybe it's also rec- recognizing that we want to see the rebuilding of the base of Migdash with Yerushalayim, Al Rosh Simchasi, which again, at the Chuppah, we also sing Yemesh Kacheich. Maybe it's connected to that. So maybe it's the bias Neman Beisrael, or maybe it's actually the Binyan bias. Um, something that we spoke about really actually in in the Real Talk Torah about Kiddush Levana is the idea of um, it's actually a song about Yerushalayim, and we re- we reference this, the kol, the kol chasan and the kol kala, but the voice the voice of the chasan and the kala is really only in connection to it's that that's the muscle to our relationship with Hashem with the rebuilding of Yerushalayim where we're going to reunite with Hashem. So really, all of that together. Um, I don't know if you hear Avadi Moshe crying, but um, he, he is being tended to. Anyway, um, but the, the, the idea here might, might be that you know every wedding is really a, a celebration and a tefillah of the connection that we want to have with Hashem once again. So these are just some things perhaps to think about during Mi Adir. So the tune I would do, so I'll just start with the Baruch Abba. So I'd probably go like this. Baruch Haba. And then the tune would be the classical tune like this. I'll skip to the high. So one thing I think that's important is you should always listen to the musician as well so you can make sure that you're going on a pace that, that works together, not too fast, not too slow. Um, also, just recognize that since it isn't all about you, you are davening for the chas and the kala, and there are a bunch of people in the room, you don't want there to be a tircha. So you definitely don't want to go too slow. You should pay attention to what's happening in the room. So that's one thing to think about while you're blessing the chas and the kala, that you want Hashem to bless them. So that's something to think about. Now let's go over to Mi Van Siach. What's that about? So this song, um, it's interesting because Mi Adir talks about the mightiness of God. And then Mi Van Siach talks about Hashem's ability. Uh, literally, Ban means to understand. Or, um, and Siach uh, means the speech um, of the Shoshan Chochem, the rose among thorns. I don't know if it's on purpose that the song that's sung to the Chassan is about might and the song that is sung to the Kala or for the Kala is about flowers. Um, and... You, you can appreciate or not appreciate 
the stereotyping here, but that's that's the breakdown. And this song actually very much pertains to the Kala anyway. So Arts Girl actually does have plenty to say on this song. So um, it says, He who understands the speech of the rose among thorns. So this is a classical mushal from Shir Hashirim to Klal Yisrael. We are considered the rose among thorns. I've actually heard that Shoshan, even though it's classically translated as rose, um, I heard from a more academic standpoint, it might actually translate to a lily, which is a different kind of flower. Either way, whatever a Shoshan is, um, you know, the, the, the point is that it's a Shoshan among thorns. So whatever a Shoshan is, Shoshana, um, the, the name Shoshana comes from that. Um, Shoshana's Yaakov, same concept. But uh, so that's reference to Klal Yisrael. And, and what exa- how exactly does it, does it represent that? So... The, the Midrash, at least, interprets the Shoshan as an allusion to the Jewish wife who scrupulously observes the laws of family purity. Um, and the idea that we're among thorns means that, you know, there's so many nations among the world and they are all compared to the thorns. But the Jewish home is the home of, of the Shoshan, um, something uh, pretty and pristine. Right, the whole Taras Mishpacha is something really beautiful. If you think about it, we are what we are celebrating at a at a at a Jewish chasana, right? If you think about the bracha that's said at the chuppah by the masader, right? He commanded us regarding the forbidden unions. And the whole bracha is talking about the is really talking about the building of the Jewish home in accordance with halacha. There is something that's really beautiful about that, the marital relation. It's really interesting. We are actually celebrating, this is one of the reasons why it's, it's very important that this kind of thing doesn't get corrupted um, by politics of today. Um, but the, the idea is that, we, that we, uh, the Judaism Yiddishkeit, the Torah, believes in a pristine Jewish home where the marital relation, the, you know, the sexual relationship between the husband and, and the wife is actually celebrated um, in, in a tzniyas way, yes, but the whole celebration is literally a, is about the building of Klal Yisrael through that union, which involves the very physical aspect of the of marital relation, and that's considered a thing of Kedusha. In fact, Rabbi Akiva says, Shir Hashirim is Kodesh HaKadoshim, it's the holiest of the holies, um, but you know, obviously when it's done through Kedushim, when it's done in holiness, when it's done in the Jewish way. So that's what we're singing about here. And Art Scroll adds that it might even refer to the, who's the Mivan Siach? It might refer to the Masader Kedushin, right? The, the, or the, the, show, um, the Siach Shoshan Chochim is referring to the Masader Kedushin, and the one who understands him is Hashem. And what, what, why is it called the Masader Kedushin? Because he, he says he is thoroughly conversant, says Art Scroll, with the laws and procedures of the marriage ceremony. So thus, this brief song that is chanted just before the marriage ceremony is in praise of two of the participants, the bride, whose idealism and loyalty to Allah will maintain the purity of the family, and the Masada Kedushin, whose knowledge of the laws assures that the ceremony will be performed properly. So this is very important, and no less important, in fact, even more important today than perhaps in any generation before. But that's what we are singing about here. And we're saying that he who understands the speech of the Shoshan Chochem, and he who understands the Ahavas Kala, the love of the bride, Mesos Dodim, who is the joy of the beloved ones, so who Vesakala? He should bless the Chasen and the Kala. So there are a lot of um, um, classical tunes. My favorite one happens to be the one from Shal Shalas, and that is the one that I will do a demo of really quickly right now. And again, this is one of those things that you go over with uh, you go over the key with the um, 
with the uh, musician, if you can, um, there's a key that I like to sing it on. There are really two keys I like to sing it on. I'm going to sing it on the key that I, that I am most comfortable, that I think is a nice pretty key. And here we go. <clears throat> Start with the Brucha Haba. Brucha Haba. to be this particular version of Milan Siach does have that difficulty in terms of repeating words. So um, it, it is something to think about, to consider. There are other tunes, but that's just one tune that happens to be my favorite, but you do have that um, obstacle. Now, one thing that's important is that you should also watch um, how many times the Kala goes around because at a certain point she might finish the seven rounds walking around the Chassan before you're finished at which point, you know, you want to wrap it up. So you really got to, you, you know, you got to be very mindful as you're blessing the Chas and Kala, thinking about that you want Hashem to bless this marriage, that this marriage come to fruition um, and everything good. So the other thing to have in mind is the timing. Okay, so that's that's one thing to think about. Okay, so that is Mi Von Siach. Okay, so let's move over to Bracha Acharita. So one of the problems with Bracha Acharita um, or bracha acharisa, however you want to say it, is the problem of hefsik. So that meaning that um, there are interruptions when people wait for the entire um, um, wedding hall to finish singing um, that becomes a problem because once again, you're saying a bracha and you can't do a hefsik and a bracha. So there are ways around it. One way is to sing with them other ways are to not do it the sing-song way. You can do it with just the chazanas. So we'll do a couple of demos um, just to get us through that. 
Okay, so let's say you happen to be getting bracha harisa. So this is how I would do it. Now, the the nusach in general, so just very basic, is Baruch Atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam Borei and that's the same thing for all of the brachos, right? So it's um and it's it's good really to know the nusach for all of the brachos. We could go through all of them, but I don't think I'm going to do that now. Um, we'll just do bracha harisa. Um, and if you really would like a demo of any of the others, so I guess you can just reach out to me at the database at gmail.com and um, maybe I'll send you a demo. Okay, so let's just do, let's just do one version um, of Bracha Charissa. Baruch atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam Asher Baros Hason V'Simcha Chason V'Chala Gilarina Ditsa V'Chedva Ahava V'Yachava V'Shalom V'Reyus Meheira Hashem Elokeinu Yishama B'Yarei Huda U'V'Chutsos Yerushalayim Kol Sason V'Kol Simcha Kol Chason V'Kol Kala so that's, you know, just one basic way to do it. Um, and if let's say you want to do it in a more sing-song way, which is okay. By the way, we didn't go through what the bracha means, but we're saying that the one who created Sasa and Simcha, um, he created the Chas and the Kala and Gila and Rina, all these words for rejoicing. So Mehera, really soon, what should Hashem do? Um, ha- um, he should, with the Hashem should make it that we should uh, um, hear in, this, in the cities of Yehuda, in the streets of Yerushalayim, the voice of Sasan and Simcha, once again, the voice of Achasan and Ankala, all the good things we want to hear in Yerushalayim. Because the wedding ceremony is not disparate, it's not separate, it's not dissociated from the Gula that we want to happen. That's why we sing in Mishkachech. We want to think about this at every single wedding. Okay, so now let's do another version of the bracha. Maruch atah Hashem Elokeinu Melech Olam Asher Boros Hasan V'Simcha Chosan V'Chala Hagila Rina Nitsa V'Chen V'Am V'Yachava V'Shalom V'Reyus Meheir Hashem Elokeinu Yishama V'Yarei Huda and then you should finish it. Don't go back up, but finish go This way, no one will keep the song going, and you'll be able to not, you know, make sure there's no hefsek. So those are just a couple ways you could do it. You could also do a hybrid where you do chazanas for most of it and then sing for less of it. So for example, you can go, and then you could sing at this part. And then you could finish the bracha off from there. Okay, so those are just a couple things you can do. Now, um, um, the so imish kachech. So 
Imishkachech, there are a bunch of beautiful Imishkachechs you can do, and usually this is one of those things that the Chassan and Kala will choose the tune that they like. Sometimes they will let you choose, and that happens. So the classics are Imishkachech, you know, the Karlbach one, there's the Lev Tar, so Karlbach would be... High part. So there's that. There's um, the Lev Tahor, right? And the high part. And there's some, there are, there are a lot of other tunes that you can use them. There's a Kol Mivakesh tune that's really nice tune. There's a Shalshel's Junior tune, not so known, but a very nice tune. Um, there, there, there's really no shortage of Mishkachech tunes, but um, these are just some of the classics. Another one that a lot of people like using, but you have to be very careful with this one. It's the Shweki one, the Yaakov Shweki Mishkachech, which is beautiful, but... Um, if, if, if you're being requested to do that, you have to be very mindful of the key. Um, so, because you know, Shweki sings it on a high key, and you might be, you know, and it could be you could hit Shweki's key, and if you can, then great, and go for it, belt it out. But you just that's something you got to be mindful of. Because um, the and if you start on too high of a key, even though the low part, anyone can hit the low part, but when you get to the high part, that's where you got to worry. So, um, let's say. Um, I'll pick a key that I don't think is so crazy. So let's 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 do here. So right now it seems very tame, right? But when you get to the high part, that's where you gotta be worried, right? Right, I'm gonna go right up to the high. Are you ready for it? So you see that it's it's not it's not so posh. So like it, you have to be ready to go up and do that if that's the one that you're doing. Anyway, I think that'll take us through the chuppah for now. Hopefully you've gained from this. I think that um, we can learn a lot from this particular session. So you can you can come back to this one, listen to it again, and hear all the thoughts that you think are important and all the tips. Meantime, looking forward to diving with you again in the future. Thanks for joining us here at the database.